Thank you for listening to this St. Louis on the Air podcast, supported by University College at Washington University. Offering approachable world-class education with undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University. The musical Mean Girls leads the pack with 12 nominations for this year's Tony Awards, along with SpongeBob SquarePants. The Tonys are Sunday night. And for more on one of the nominees with a local connection, here's producer Alex Hoyer. On Broadway, Mean Girls is adapted from a 2004 movie of the same name written by Tina Fey, who also wrote the book for the musical adaptation. And among the Tony nominations for Mean Girls is one for Taylor Louderman for Best Leading Actress in a Musical. She takes on the role of the so-called Queen Bee, Regina George. Taylor is no stranger to performing in this area. She played the title role of Annie when she was 10 years old at the Ozark Actors Theater in Rolla and went on to perform at stages St. Louis, the Muni, and the Fox Theater. Taylor joins me now from New York. Taylor, congratulations on your first Tony nomination. Thanks for having me. Sure thing. And and I'm excited to talk with you. Um, and in fact, the last time that our listeners heard from you was a little more than five years ago when you were here as a celebrity judge for the St. Louis Teen Talent Competition. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it seems like it was so long ago. And I'm just curious, reflecting on the last five years and what's happened yeah. with your career, what what's that reflection like? Oh my gosh, I've had some ups and downs. I, um, you know, you go through spells of unemployment always as an actor, and especially when you're um, working your way up. But um, gosh, I feel like I've worked so hard. This this definitely feels like a, a celebration of of all of that work. Just doing uh, Mean Girls, playing Regina George, the Tony Nom. It's all like, oh, okay, it paid off. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. My family and I, my family mostly had to make a lot of sacrifices for um, my my career, and I feel like we, we were all able to celebrate together. What kinds of sacrifices? Well, I grew up in Bourbon, Missouri, where spirits are high, <laughs> um, and and there aren't a lot of opportunities um, in these rural areas in Missouri to perform or get gain experience in musical theater, so my mom would drive me into St. Louis or Rolla. Rolla was about 30 minutes from home, but St. Louis was a good hour, hour and 15 sometimes every day. Uh, And I have four younger sisters. So Mm. sometimes we would have to get everybody in the back of the Toyota Sienna and drive up to St. Louis. And I remember my little twin sisters, um, (laughs) the sun would be in their eyes on the way home and they would just be screaming. Uh, so that's sort of what I mean by my sacrifices. Um, but then, you know, on the flip side, they've gotten to travel a lot to come see my shows or meet some really cool people. So um, definitely been ups and downs and, and finding a balance and all that. But um, it was really cool to look back and reflect on all of that uh, the morning I got the, the Tony Nam call. So. What was that call like? Well, I guess it wasn't necessarily a call, but sort of like uh, I was on my phone in the morning and nobody was messaging me. Nothing was happening. <laughs> and out of nowhere, I guess people were watching the broadcast. And, and then I just got bombarded with so much love, texts, phone calls, whatnot. And I remember my mom calling and just being like, can you believe this? 
Because mm-hmm. uh, it's something I've been working at since the age of 10, really. Um, and a lot of people, especially in the St. Louis area, have really really made an impact or influenced me and my career. And, uh, so it's cool. It's cool to think of all of that coming together. And your family, do they still call Missouri home? Oh, yes. They're in, they're in Bourbon. So Missouri is definitely home for you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, in a, in a big way. Um, I try to get home as often as I can. I have cousins, aunts and uncles, grandparents still in Missouri. Um, my dad's side of the family is maybe in Illinois, but uh, um, we, we moved to Bourbon when I was in second grade. So I have very strong ties there, and I, I try to go home and um, give back. And, you know, I think being from the small town that I'm from, sometimes the expectations are a little lower than I would like them to be, and that's something I want to do, um, give back in that way, and hopefully inspire young people to feel like they can do whatever they want to do. You know, it takes a lot of hard work, and maybe a little harder work than if they lived in the city, but it's possible. The Muni has been on my mind because they're approaching their 100th season, and I know that you've been on the Muni stage, and um, you know Mike Isaacson well. Uh, what? Yeah. What what was the Muni experience like for you? Oh my gosh! You know, I hear the I hear Muni and a smile comes to my face. I just I just love it there. Um, it's it's magical, and I love that the St. St. Louis community just rallies around it. No other city really has something like that. It's such a a, a family tradition. I feel like, um, and so I love going back there. I love supporting it, and you know, in any way, shape, or form. Mike Isaacson. Um, is somebody that, I mean, I call him my Uncle Mike. He has huh. just been there for me through and through and teaching me the ropes. And um, he was a big part of my Bring It On experience. Um, and that was before he took over at the Muni. I sort of got to know him that way. And then he he jumped over to the Muni. And it was just fun watching him transition and, and take on this thing I love. Um, and I feel like he's done such a beautiful job there. Uh, I'm so excited for their their 100th birthday. Mm-hmm. We made some videos here at the theater because um, a couple other uh, people in my show have worked there as well and just mm-hmm. wanted to be a part of it from afar. Mm-hmm. I heard some sirens in the background. Are you in Manhattan <laughs> yeah. now? I am. Yes, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I was walking to the theater. We have rehearsal today for mm-hmm. our Tony. For the Tonys, and um, I didn't want to go inside yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Oh no, it's fine. And we all know that police and ambulance sirens can can happen anywhere. But it, I think, mm-hmm. it speaks to kind of the maybe the pace of life in in Manhattan and and the busyness. What what is it like to live and work in one of the busiest yeah. places in the world? Yeah, I think I, I've adjusted to sort of a heightened anxiety at all times. <laughs> And you do have to find balance. I mean, I, I try to, a lot of people will get out of the city and, you know, go upstate or go to the Hamptons. And I like to come home to Missouri because um, that's where I feel most at home, most, most comfortable. I miss I miss um, the trees and the grass and the wide open spaces and um, driving in a car, all of those things you really take for granted when you're there. Uh, and, of course, the people. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it takes a toll on you living in a such a fast, pace environment with so much concrete for sure mm. um, mm-hmm. but it does keep me on my toes I will say when I come home I tend to just lay there on the couch <laughs> <laughs> relax and here I'm forced to go 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 which right. you know it's good and bad mm-hmm. I want to get to Mean Girls in a moment but 
before mm-hmm. you talked about how the f- last five years has really been a roller coaster, uh, times mm-hmm. of unemployment, and and I think that really speaks to how difficult acting is and the business that that you're in. And uh, do you feel like you've made it now? Oh gosh, that's a great question. I, I guess I do in in some ways. You know, there are always new challenges at every step, right? Um, I, I guess I won't feel like I've made it until I have continuous work and I'm doing work that fulfills me. Um, and I'm doing that right now, yes, but, you know, who knows when this is all said and done where I will be. If you kind of always have that, I think, as a, at least a Broadway actor. Um, you never know what's coming, what, if, if something <laughs> will come up after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so save your money and, um, and be smart. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I, I guess so. I mean, I guess it, it does feel like that seeing your face on a marquee. I mean, there's a, whole, there's a giant uh, billboard in Times Square that my face is on it. It's so funny. <laughs> I see that as Regina, not me. So it's, it is a weird thing, you know. You don't feel like it's, it's you. Mm-hmm. It's your character. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, things like that, I guess, definitely make me feel like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but then on the flip side, um you can't take it too seriously or it, it, it can be an overwhelming amount of pressure. Hmm. Um, so I try to just steer, you know, stay on the, on the artistic path and just enjoy the work that I'm doing. And um, wherever that takes me, as long as I'm um, creating something that feels like it, it has a purpose mm-hmm. <laughs> is all I can ask for. You said that, Billboard is Regina George, and of course, that's the character in Mean Girls uh, that that you play. For people who aren't familiar with uh, Mean Girls, uh, what is briefly the the plot line of of that? Oh my goodness, it's so funny. In all my interviews, no one asks me this question anymore because so many people have seen um, the film. But right. it's so it's so it's important. Um, you know, it's high school, and there are there are different cliques. And there's a new girl in town. She just moved in from Africa. And so she has to find her way and find out where she belongs. And she meets the Plastics, which are three um, very popular girls. And it's sort of a, an all-out girl war between them. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was thinking about Regina George, the movie version of, of her, at least. And uh, she is certainly the it girl. She's mean at times, but... I also found myself sympathizing with her, and I wonder what it's like to um, take on a complex character in in the way that yeah. that you are doing it. Because you certainly have to make it your own too. Yeah, definitely. And I, I've, you know, anytime you take a film to the stage, you have to raise the stakes a little bit um, because you've got to reach the back of the house suddenly. You, your audience isn't right there in your face with you. So um, just that forced me to make my own adjustments and bring myself into it. And having Tina and our director, Casey, uh, around every day, they were really my eyes and, and teaching me what was working and what wasn't. Because with this character, she is, you know, she um, has to draw you into her and she doesn't have to work very hard. Um, and her, her subtleties and, and the nuances I feel like are what make it really, really believable. Um, and, and sort of what I find fascinating is like what these kids do in high school. Um, it's like this 
and I shouldn't say high school, it still happens. Um, what girls will do is like this malicious teasing, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm teasing you, I'm gonna pick something that I know you're really sensitive to or something that's really vulnerable that will hurt you, but to everyone else it will look like I'm just teasing you. And so how do you get that across on stage, you know, um, so that it, it reads as such? Uh, so it, it's definitely something that we've uh, carefully curated, um, but I've had a lot of help, you know, doing that. So I can't take full credit for it. I want to play a song from the musical. And uh, can you set up the song Someone Gets Hurt? Sure. So we are at a Halloween party, um, and my Christina's ex boyfriend is starting to like this new girl katie or caddy and i find out that they're that she likes him too so i try to sabotage the relationship um that's sort of what you hear (laughs) all right this is taylor louderman singing in someone gets hurt yes i look perfect ice queen that's what you see that's what they all expect from me but it's all shit face it you use me you saw the sexy clothes my supermodel pose what did you know was i a game to you Someone gets hurt. That's the song Someone Gets Hurt from the musical Mean Girls that's on Broadway right now. And Taylor Louderman is my guest. She plays the character of Regina George in Mean Girls. And the Missouri native is uh, with me on the phone from Manhattan. Um, how would you describe the, the style of, of that music, Taylor? Yeah, so it's so cool what Jeff Richmond did. Each character has their own sound. And I would say Regina's. Um, it's sort of a, a Bond villain type of sound. And um, I love, I love digging into that. It's so not what I would have expected jumping into this role uh, because Regina George sort of has this angelic facade. Uh, but I think when you get inside her head, you do hear this powerhouse, uh, which is something I really enjoyed uh, playing with. And I do think the the 2018 um, 
queen bee would sound more like now that we're we're learning to um, empower women a little bit more in our society. So uh, it's really cool. It's really fun to do. And I get to wear a, a terrible costume that my dad would not approve of. Oh. But um, <laughs> not terrible. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's not that promiscuous. But mm-hmm. um, but it, it, it's fun. It's something that I think um, Taylor and, and I in real life would not feel comfortable doing ever. Mm. Uh, so to step into those shoes for a second is, is challenging and fun for me. How is the musical updated? Because it's been almost 15 years that the movie came out, uh, and high, high school is very much a part of the times. It's very in the now. How is the musical updated? Absolutely. Well, one of the things that's happened since then is social media. So in the film, they don't even have cell phones, really. I think Regina has a flip phone. Um, <laughs> but, but, but what is so um, true to high school right now is that you see so much bullying, and I I think bullying is the term that's so overused nowadays, but um, so much disrespect uh, through social media. I think there's this sort of guard that you have behind um, technology that allows us to feel like we can say things in a really, really derogatory way. And um, So Tina was really smart to inject that into the show, uh, but not too much because it can get boring, right, if you're behind a cell phone doing a scene. Um but but it is it's important to the story and it's important to to now and I, I do think Tina knows uh, she didn't know this when she made the film because uh, they had no idea it was going to be such a hit but with the musical she had the the idea that okay this is a platform and this is an opportunity uh, a moral opportunity I think to uh, to teach young women anyone anyone how to say how you feel while upholding someone's dignity. And um, that's so important, and and I love getting to spread that message every night. Well, it's been a pleasure to talk with you, Taylor, and again, congratulations on your first Tony nomination. Thank you. It's been a pleasure talking with you, too. Thanks for having me. And I have to ask before you go, what are the one or two things that you look to do when you make it to St. Louis? Drive home. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ted mm. I miss Ted You can't get that here in the city. Oh, man, it's so good. And, um, you know, aside from visiting friends and family, I definitely love, you know, hitting up the Muni and, and the Cardinals. I just feel like that's such a strong sense of community that St. Louis does better than any other city. So I miss it. That's Broadway actor and Bourbon, Missouri native Taylor Louderman talking with producer Alex Hoyer. Louderman recently received her first Tony Award nomination for Best Leading Actress in a Musical. She plays the role of Regina George in Mean Girls, which is currently playing on Broadway. The Tony Awards are Sunday night.